Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Technical difficulties won't hold us back this week. Who started clinking with forks? John's had a rough week. James hired a voice acting Scottish woman. We got jokes. The story contest is still on, so submit your stories at that story.show. Trembolzi's got a lot of cash. James has an amazing hat. James is silent but deadly at work. Ollie's dad is genius. Cassie's coach offers to tie her shoes. James doesn't want to eat a chicken that had a dream. PSA, don't go snipe hunting. We have our weekly contest winner. Submit your entry at thatstory.show. All this and more on this week's episode of That Story Show. Let's do it. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like the driver, Vanessa Trapnell, Wicknick, and Wes Richards, who support the show via Patreon. Get more content, ad-free listening, swag, and more. Visit supportthatstoryshow.com to get started. Johnny Dollar. Oh, hey there, Ed. Long time no talk. No, no case right now. Just getting ready to listen to the clean comedy podcast called That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew in a sleep house. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, the show that puts your real-life stories into the spotlight. It's episode 440, brought to you the week of March 23rd, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, James, that's me. Uh, oh, I'm John, and that's not important right now. But you know what, James? I found out something what? that I really want to share with you. Oh. You know uh, what they call it when you, you can't sleep at night, and all you can do is, is uh, eat? Uh, arachnophobia. No, I don't, I don't no. know. I found out what it's called. It's called insomnom nom 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 phobia. I mean the nomnia. <laughs> Dang it, I messed that one up. Crap. Insomnom nom nom nomnia. That's what it's called. What I it's like called. I like phobia better. I messed it up for you, John. I take complete credit for that. And I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. It's all right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with that. Ah, uh, I just want to say sorry to everyone for no show last week. We had technical issues up until oh, this very episode. It almost didn't yep. happen, people. I don't know what's going on, but somebody must be living right because everything's worked out at the last minute. We hit record and boom, here it goes. So yep. let's not waste any time. Let's rewind the week. Okay, so John, I I gotta ask because I don't want to offend anybody if this is a cultural thing. Have, is there any culture that you know of 
that, but right before they eat, they click their forks together like they're saying cheers before they eat. No, that sounds like a hipster kind of thing. Okay, that's what I thought because we were sitting at a Thai place and these two millennials are sitting over there. They might even be younger than millennials. I don't know. They were in their 20s. And, and they're just talking and stuff. And their food comes out and they go, oh, this, this looks good. You know, I, I'm not listening to what they're saying, but that's the kind of shoulder message I'm getting when they're, they're moving their shoulders around. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Body language. Yeah, this looks so good. And they said, well, you know, I mean, they didn't say this, but their body language said, well, let's dive in. And they clink their forks together. Like, their own forks? or they, like Each of each them other. had a fork and they reached across the table and clicked them together and then began to eat at the same time. It, it reminded me of a family saying a prayer before they ate. It was like, let's do yeah. this and here we go. Click, you know. This is our habit that we do before we consume our food. We click our forks. Yeah. We clink it. Oh. I don't know what that's about, I, but I was so I afraid know. to say anything on the show because it might be somebody going to come back and be like, you know, you know, Eskimos freaking do that, and you are offending my people. And I was, and I'd be like, "Oh man, I didn't mean. I don't even know any Eskimos. I sure didn't want to offend them or anything if they click their forks together." But yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was almost like a toast, and and I'm just like, I, I don't, that's weird because I'm old now, and I get annoyed <laughs> yeah. at everything. And uh, that was well, mine. That was mine. So. That's- Click your forks together. That's, click your forks. Uh, maybe it is something. And if you're listening right now and that is a thing for you, please let us know Educate so that we can us. be in the loop. Let us know what that is um, and who started yeah. it. I bet it was somebody on YouTube or Insta. You know, I totally did it, man. I totally clicked my fork on, on accident and they said, let's do it. I got the thing. Is there anybody in right? our chat room that has ever heard of this or seen this or done this? Yeah. Uh. Nobody's probably not. No, never heard of it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so I can make fun of it then. It's dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> I finally have clearance. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I ever saw. <laughs> you might as well pick up some of your food and slap your neighbor's food with it. Just, you know, tangle up a noodle and then eat it from each side come together in the middle like the dogs and lady in the tramp and smooch over your food why don't you <laughs> that could be interesting that could be interesting yeah just a clink of the fork you're not dedicated enough to liking your food you have to get in there put your mouth down in it pick up a big slurp and spit it at your partner from across yeah. the table that's and, how and you if it's do it if it's supposed to be maybe like a toast kind of thing, right? You know, because you, when you toast each other, you, you click your cheers, your, your glasses or whatever. Yeah. If you do that, then you have to have food on your fork, right? <laughs> it would seem it's so. Fork, yeah, yeah, like we're celebrating this food. This one's going out to the to the brothers that are, that didn't make it, you know, and you pour out a little noodle on the ground. And, okay. uh, you know, if we're going the whole way. Uh, Amy Lou in the, the in the time, chat room right. had dinner with me and my wife, and, and it was her husband and her kids just the other week. And uh, she's mentioned in the chat room how weird it would be <laughs> if she had raised her fork to me. <laughs> I wouldn't have known what to do because I had never seen it before. I had dinner after that and saw the clinking. But um, yeah. I, I think it's something that only people who are like dating do. Or maybe it's just oh. those two people. Maybe they're the only ones know. in the world to do it. 
I'm, I, you know, if I go uh, downtown Atlanta sometime, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that to see if other Gen Zs are, are yeah. also clicking forks. Clinging and, their forks together. And you have to have yeah. a metal fork to make it work. A plastic fork's not going to clink properly. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you, might, true. you might snap off a tine. And there were, when were, where would you be with a three-tine fork? You know? No, I, you'd only eat uh, three-fourths as it's, much as you typically it, it's do. It's now a pitchfork. You know, it's a pitchfork. Yeah, <laughs> You're eating with the devil's utensils. So anyway, oh man, that's all I got. Mine was kind of dumb. So uh, <laughs> I well, ranted about freaking people clicking their forks together. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, I gosh, mine's I I had a pretty I had a, okay I had a pretty crappy week. Oh, I can just I'm not gonna rant. Mine okay? was crappy. I'm gonna rant. I'm gonna rant. Yeah, rant. Um, get it out. So Friday last week was my birthday. Oh, yes. I turned 48 years old. Happy birthday. Hey, thank you. Thank you. But I had to go to work, right? Oh, which I mean, I mean, it's life, right? We, yeah. we work and I'm, I don't like to make a That's big like deal out of it. That's like the opposite of a fork clink. Yeah, it is. It's like getting, it's like getting slapped in the, the head with a spoon. Yeah, that's exactly it's your it birthday, bonk. Yeah, go to, go to work. So th- that that's not a big deal, right? So just having to go to go to work or whatever, it's a big deal. It's fine. You know, nobody threw a party for me or anything like that, which oh. kind of stunk. But I just want you to feel sorry for me. I do. I want to go burn down your building. <laughs> no, just kidding. But here's where here's where what made it crampy. Um, so I have. I have chickens, right? Yeah. I, I had chickens. <gasps> so something, something, one of them died a couple weeks ago, and I think she was just old, one of the hens. Okay. And then, uh, and then, and then, like, birthday time, the other three hens, one of them disappeared. Oh. One of them got its head chewed off, and the uh-uh. other one was just dead in the yard. Oh, my and, uh, gosh. And I, I was like, what the heck, man? What's going on here? And my poor rooster's like, oh, I don't have anybody to hang out with anymore. <laughs> so he was just, you know, surviving and whatnot. So yesterday. The rooster's not uh, making eye contact anymore. I uh, may have paid off some people. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Oh, man, he was the best rooster. He was so quick, kind. And, and, you know, he didn't, he wasn't the typical he jerk rooster. He wasn't like much people. of a protector, though. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess not. Uh, well, and he's gone now too. Because <gasps> yesterday, when I got home, um, I he was out in the yard with only half of his being, oh. and um, I had to lay him to rest in the backyard well, most as of well. Him. Yeah, yeah, the half of him that was still there. Some jerk wildlife has decided to eat all of my chickens. So that that stinks. Yes, and. Uh, and I'm kind of kind of ticked off about it. A yeah, bit, I would be uh, too. A little bit bummed. Uh, from what I can tell, I think it's the raccoons. Yes, they'll do it. Because yeah, they they just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to eat the soft parts and the part in the middle, and then that's it. I'm leaving the rest. Yeah, jerk raccoons. I'm going to make a hat. If no, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to pretend like I catch the raccoon, <laughs> and I'm going to have James make a hat out of it. There you go. There we go. <laughs> So if you see me wearing a, a raccoon hat, yeah, <laughs> you'll know. Yeah, that one's homegrown. If you know what I mean. Poor chickens. 
you know, I know my rooster was the best. He was, he was so, I felt so sorry for him. Like he just wandered around in the yard. Can I ask, can I ask you a question? Did they have names? Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. They were kind they were like pets. The rooster's name was Elvis. Oh yeah. He, you named him after a dead guy. (laughs) What was the other ones? Uh, I had a, a, a barred hen, um, uh, Plymouth Rock, which is, you know, that black and white speckled. Yeah. Uh, her name was Betsy. James named her. Betsy Ross is dead too. Betsy. Yep. And then we had one named Charlotte. She was kind of like a, a she was an Easter egger as well. Aww. Um, I'm an Americana. They call them. And, uh, and then the other one's name was Cleopatra. Cleopatra. We, we raised from an egg. <gasps> this is so terrible. She was the offspring. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, well, next time I'm eating, I'll raise a fork. <laughs> raise to a your fork. chickens <laughs> in honor of them. I'll dump out a little bit of my food on the ground. You crack an egg, and um, yeah, <laughs> just just let the white part of the yolk just let it go. Oh man. Oh so, yeah. That's the so worst. I. That's a bummer, right? Yeah. I, I just brought it down. Made it all about me and my sad. No, I think this is a place for it. It's a comedy podcast, but by God, if you had a bad week, you you could say it. <laughs> yeah, stagum chickens. They they chickens died. You, you have to. They should they should be able to take care of themselves a little bit, though. You got to put a little bit of the blame on the chicken himself. Yeah. Well, you know they they, 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 they they're they're dumb. They stood there and let. They're like, hey, what are you? And, and that's you know that's, the raccoon came up. True. Raccoon's like, I'm gonna give you a shoulder rub from from the front, you know. And he's like, oh, that sounds yeah. great. That sounds awesome. Here, look Ow! inside my mouth while yeah. I bite your head off. Gosh. That's what the raccoon said. Oh, I feel a chi- I feel a children's book coming on. I need to write it. <laughs> Cleopatra and <laughs> no. the very bad, no good, very bad day. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's the one that disappeared altogether. Oh, she, like, she's living out in the wild, dude. She it might be. She's surviving. She, like, she like, might have flown the coop. She's surviving like Bo Peep did in, in Toy Story 4. She's out there flipping around doing tricks and crap. So yeah. she's out there getting revenge for Elvis and all the others. That's right. Betsy. Anyway. Um, Betsy and Charlotte. First of all, let me cheer you up with this. Let me cheer you <laughs> okay. up. This audio will cheer you up. I've already played it, but I'm going to play it again. Rated E for everyone. 10 and up. You know you I, love that. I thought something sounded a little different. <laughs> Where did you find that? I got it online, I did. Did you? <laughs> Is that Irish? Yes. No, no, oh, no. It's Irish. Scottish. It's Scottish. I, I hired an Irish girl and her accent wasn't thick enough. And I'm like, I want freaking brave. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I want that. And so I, I looked up where brave came from and they're like the Scottish Highlands. I'm like, I'm hiring a Scottish the first time. Rated E for everyone. 10 and up. Yeah. Rated E for everyone. Like, look. Like how she pronounces that. E for everyone, tanning up. Anyway, yeah, thank let's, you. Let's uh, let's tell some jokes. Okay. All right. Old people at weddings used to poke at me and say, "You're next." So I started doing the same thing to them at their at funerals. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. <laughs> You're next. It's you. Yeah. Holy cow, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, this isn't on the list, but I'm sorry and I apologize are pretty much the same thing to say unless you're at a funeral. I'm sorry, and I apologize? Yeah. <laughs> the same thing to say. Yeah, it makes them different. Well, I apologize at a funeral <laughs> would mean you were to blame somehow. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, just says the same thing. But I'm so sorry for I your loss. I apologize takes ownership a little bit. So, yeah. I apologize for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what? Why are you apologizing? Well, if April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. Uh, pilgrims. Yeah, yeah. That was from Stephen, one of our listeners. So that was. That's it. That's man. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I've been. That's I learned that one back in grade school. Well, so in- did Stephen. Apparently. So anyway, I like jokes about steaks if they're well done. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're next. <laughs> You're next. You're next. You're next. Oh man, Yeti. Yeti laughed anyway. Um, my wife told me to take the spider out instead of killing him, so we went out, had a few drinks. Nice guy. He's a web designer. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to bet. It's <laughs> a web designer. Oh. Hey, take him out instead of killing him. Yes. All right, man. Here we go. Going out. I wonder if he clinks his fork. Yeah, eight times. You know how many how many legs does the spider have? Six, eight, six or eight. Okay. Uh, what's the best possible gift you can ever buy? A broken mm. drum. Nobody can beat that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that one hurts. <laughs> it's a good one. That is a good one. A broken drum because you can't beat it. It is good. <sighs> it is. It is. I invented a mind-controlled air freshener. My wife said it was dumb, but it makes sense when you think about it. (laughs) 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 Sorry, that caught me in the end there. (laughs) It makes sense when you think about it. Yeah. Oh, do you have that? Do you have your crowd of kids that is? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're actually they're so? actually here. I just tell, oh. I just point at them, and they and they. <laughs> oh. It makes sense when you think about it. Yeah. Oh. All right. So a, a weasel walks into a bar, and the bartender says, "Wow, I've never served what? a weasel before. What do weasels drink?" Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we are done with our jokes. (laughs) Makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, it makes sense. You're next. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, quick announcement. Uh, Weekly story contest. You know about it. We give away $50 a week. Um, We're ending our preview here in a couple of weeks because we said we were going to try it for two months. So send in your story uh, over at that story dot show. Yes, you heard me right. We have a brand new domain. <gasps> that story dot show and click on submit a story and you can win $50. You can breathe out now, John. Okay. Sorry, that was amazing. <laughs> we got a new domain name. Yeah, that story yeah. dot show. I know. I didn't even wow, know it existed. 
And I was like, that's so dang cool. That story.show. So yeah, submit your short stories at that story.show and uh, stories via email or voicemail are not being considered at this time, but we are doing this contest and people are winning cash through PayPal. Big so money. Uh, go in there and submit your story. And uh, we have a little bit of thing for the last from the past segment. So. All right. This is awesome. It comes to us from a gentleman named Mr. Raker. I hope I'm saying that right. And uh, he, he says, hi, this is Trumbizzle from Discord. I'm an elementary school music teacher in San Antonio, Texas. I've listened to every episode of that story show. And I was intrigued a while back when you sang your original song, A Nickel and a Dime and a Quarter and a Penny. Yeah. So I do a lesson with my second graders about coins, but the song that goes with it is a bit of a dud. So... When I heard your song, I vowed to substitute it for the one in the curriculum. And last week was the week to do the lesson on coins, so I used it. And James, I can only say that it was a huge hit. I know this is way too long to play on the show, but I hope you listen to the whole thing. I did. I did. The energy and enthusiasm is bursting from the kids' little hearts, and the solo singers just about melted my heart when I heard them. I hope this makes your day brighter when you hear how you're composition has touched these kids lives thank you so much and sing some more kids songs on the show and i'll see what i can do to bring them into my students musically yours mr raker now i can't play the whole thing but here is a small edit from the huge <laughs> file that was sent and it is awesome here it goes That's a jewel in your crown, man. I, right I just, there. Oh, it makes my day so well. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. so what it is, it's a game. They stand in a circle and he hands out plastic coins to each of them. They're oversized plastic coins and, um, or not each of them, but you know, four of them. And, uh, there's a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny and they sing their part. Who has the penny? I have the penny. And then he goes, pass it on down and here we go. Nickel and a dime. And so that was hard to make out, but I, I listened enough yeah. and he, and I asked him about it. I'm like, is this how you play the game? And so they would pass the coin down and each kid gets a turn to say the quarter dime, nickel and penny parts. And, uh, and that was just amazing. That so, is so cool. Hopefully that counteracts four dead chickens a little bit. Ah, uh, it does. It, tr- it trumps the chickens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. It it um it 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 makes it makes my day. Good. It makes my day above what the dead chickens did. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. All right. Real quick, a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. 
All right, um, it is now time for us to do some featured stories. Oh, before we begin, I I have to tell you, I'm wearing the coolest hat I've ever worn in my entire life. It is a That Story Show embroidered cap. It is a 100% cotton twill, washed twill. Uh, It is a uh, pre-bent plastic visor. It yes. has 12,000 stitches, four colors Ooh. on in the embroidery. Um, it is amazing. And uh, I am giving one away to every patron. No matter she what. Love, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish my sentence. I'm giving away to every patron who, have, who, who in their career has given $100 or more. I'm shipping those out. Last count, there were 54. So if you are a patron and you've given at least a hundred dollars, and I I'll be flexible if it's like ninety six or something stupid like that, uh, then you're getting one in the mail. I ordered the poly bags, I I got the the labels getting printed. It's going to be awesome. Oh man! If you've given, that- uh, and, and if you're on Patreon, then you know that if you've given between uh, a certain amount and a certain amount, like fifty and eighty, you get a fifty uh, percent discount, and everybody else that's a patron gets a twenty percent discount. So patrons already know that because I sent it out today. Um, and then, so keep your keep your ears on because we are going to be selling these. Uh, it's a one-time, you know, limited time offer because I'll only have about 50 left over. Actually, about 45, 46 maybe because um, cool. I'm, I'm going to send one to John. So that's one less. And then I've, yes. I'm going to keep a couple because I want to wear this one out. And yeah. um, anyway, I work at a hat company. I could not get hats. You know, right? So I'm, and you thrilled. designed it too. You probably you didn't have to send that over to some guy nope. to nope. get that done. You just, I did it myself. I got this. It was so fun, and and a hundred hats are heavy. They're heavy. Yeah. So um, become a patron. There's all kinds of perks and stuff like that. Matter yeah, of fact, you if you become a patron, you could you could buy a hat and save money on it. So you know, just something to think about. Anyway, then we got some middle school drama of the week. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. All right, middle school drama of the week from Lydia E. Hi, James and John. This story took place at the dinner table. I was drinking water and eating my spaghetti, not at the same time, of course, lols. But my brother said to me, I am eating a lot of hamburger. I am not eating hamburger, but hamburgetti. And I spit a little water out since I could not stop laughing. Hope it makes it on the show. Uh, can you play the middle school drama song? Yes, we already did that. But anyway, the old bell's back. Everybody pooped their <laughs> pants about the old bell. We want the old bell. So you get the we old, the old bell. bell. We were used to that bell. We don't like change. Who moved my cheese? So, you know, remember that? Yeah. Remember that, that book from a few years back, like a yeah. decade ago? Who moved the cheese? Yeah. Yeah. Or something who yeah. cut the cheese. I don't they did something with cheese. <laughs> I remember that. And they 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 got upset. Yeah, now they're gonna complain about the intro lady. That's what rated they, E for everyone. Ten and up. They're gonna be like, He's different. I don't like it. I I like the new bell. What's going on? You know. So yeah, nobody liked the new logo either, but it looks good on a hat. I'm gonna tell you what. Well, it does. Well that's I, what I never not liked. That's it. what made me change it is um it wasn't embroiderable. There was no way. Ah, yeah. So I updated it and made it cool. The hats are $25 full price plus plus shipping. And I, I think shipping is less than $6. I'm not sure what shipping is yet. I haven't weighed it 
and and all that. Mm. But yeah, I haven't shipped one. Shipped yeah, one and there and like I said, there's lots of ways for you to save money on the hat. Um, but yeah, they're, they they uh, they weren't bad. I was I was very very excited about um, the the price. I, I had no idea how much hats went for, but. Uh, mm. You know, you work for the company, you get a discount. So, anyway. That's nice. Uh, read us the story, John. I will, but first I want to tell you about this. Speaking of bells and change, yeah. I got asked to change the high school bell. Oh. So, I control, like, all the systems and stuff at the school here. Yeah. And they haven't picked out a new sound yet, but I recommended the toilet flushing, and uh, they didn't uh, They, <laughs> they didn't, didn't bite that. They one, didn't so. go for that. So, it's a digital yeah. bell. It's like a speaker. It is. Man, it, we... It's, yeah, it's a... We had bells. We had literal bells when we were in school. And I could play the physics. I could play that sound. It's just a wave file. But uh, right now it's just kind of like a boop, and that's boring. Yeah. Middle school has this really cool sound. It's like a harp kind of broom, broom, broom. They probably all hate it by now, but you know what? I don't care. Let me tell you a story about from Jeremy Shields, okay? This is called Hate Haze. Mm-hmm. Hate, hate. Jeremy says, I was sitting, I'm sorry, he didn't say that. He says, I was getting some water out of our water cooler at the unnamed TV station that I work at. Uh, And then that's when I felt the urge. So uh, I let it rip, as it were, rather loudly because no one one was around in the hallway. I thought I was in the clear until our 5 p.m. news anchor rounded the corner. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my face went red as I apologized, <laughs> as I apologized to her as she walked through the invisible cloud. You can't take ownership. <laughs> yeah. I, she walked through the invisible cloud before I could think to how to warn her without embarrassing myself. She stopped at the studio door, looked back at me, clearly having gotten a whiff. I hate you, she said. <laughs> She didn't mean it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Shields. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, those those news anchors are always, you know, prettied up and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You probably melted all of her makeup off and her hair just. <laughs> See, I have. Thanks, a, Jeremy. I, I work in, a, in an office very close to another individual named Jamie. And um, he's a very cool guy. But I have. I. I I just don't even know how to say it. For the last two days, I've had some gas. <laughs> <laughs> just the last two days, and I, I, I can get it out silently. It's not an issue. I'm I'm a master at it, but the, the reek is, is something horrible, and I get oh, so no. embarrassed. So I get up, <laughs> and I walk out of our office into the main office where all the millennials work, and I just crop dust them. <laughs> You got because <laughs> they're out there ninety percent of the time talking about the stupidest stuff. I shouldn't say this because some of them might listen to the show. <laughs> I just realized I'm going to get in trouble. But they're younger, so the stuff they talk about seems stupid to me. Like today, I heard one of them say, "You know, um, <laughs> hey, Pokemon Mul- Go is the greatest game ever, Mul- man. Multiplayer games just beat the heck out of single player games, dude." The multiplayer is awesome. I'm like, ah, oh, no, they're not. Those, those, those play to serve games that that never end, that never have an ending, that just you know trail you along and take your money. Those aren't yeah. games. Oh, anyway, those aren't games. Those are those are paid subscriptions, is what they are. Thank you. Yeah, 
You never get a sense of accomplishment. There's always something to grind for. There's always something new to get. Anyway, this story is called Games and Names from MEH. Our son Ollie was about two and a half when he took when this took place. My husband and I had ten, well, we tend to be a bit sarcastic at times, even in name calling. So my husband was riling Ollie up, picking at him as dads do, calling him names and roughhousing. And my husband acted like he put a booger in his hair. (laughs) (laughs) He acted the whole thing out pretty convincingly too, putting his finger by his nose, acted like he really had a big one and then proceeded to wipe it in Ollie's hair. Ollie was having none of this. He got super red faced and when it, with his little heart was just full of fierce indignation. He mustered up the worst thing he could possibly think to call his daddy. You are a genius. <laughs> he tried to wallop him <laughs> with his tiny fists of fury. You genius, 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 you're a genius dad. <laughs> he was so mad and he really thought he was giving his dad what for. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. But dad was finally able to calm him down and tell him there was no booger. And he was a, after he was able to quit laughing. So <laughs> there's no booger, oh, but man. I'm still a genius, right? I'm still a genius. That was the nicest thing you've ever screamed at me. <laughs> so <you're> freaking genius. <laughs> you genius. You genius. You know. Oh man. Well, and that comes from, the sarcasm, because the parents are talking right. to each other. You're a genius, and they're and he's <laughs> taking it literally. Genius is a bad thing, so you know <laughs> <laughs> that was real genius. Yeah, good one, genius. I I've shortened it in my house. I call him Gene. I just say, hey, Gene. good one, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gene. Gene. I'll do it, Gene. I like that. Yeah, it's just short for mm. genius. You don't have to say the whole thing. You know, we're, 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 I'm from the South ultimately. And even though I don't still have my accent, I still like to say as little as possible and use my mouth as little as possible. So that's why I leave some word out. I leave out words. Many word when few word do fine. Few word do fine. (laughs) Okay. I got a story here from Cassia Brown, all the way up in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Sweet. Love our Canadian listeners there, eh? Hey. Uh, this is wet and upset. Cassia says, I was nine, and, and it was my second year of playing softball. Our practices were usually an hour and a half long, and it was one of the first practices of the season. About 15 minutes into the practice, I realized I had to go pee. Whoops. Hmm. I knew that the restrooms were closed because they're only open during games. So my huge nine-year-old brain decided not to tell my coach that I had to go to the bathroom. So I decided to hold it. But we were about an hour into practice, and I really had to go. Like, (laughs) really, all caps, really had to go. Really, I was holding it in as best as I could, but then the water gates opened. (laughs) And once I was going, I couldn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the pee soaked my pants. It made a puddle on my shoes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I kicked some dirt into the puddle, hoping <laughs> that nobody would notice. <laughs> Luckily, I was wearing dark blue pants, so I wasn't super noticeable, I hope. But it gets worse. My uh. shoe got untied, and, and, and as I was running, and, and since I had batting gloves on, one of my male coaches offered to tie it for me. <laughs> I was stuck, and there was nothing I could do, so I let him tie my shoe. 
He bent down and tied my stinking wet shoe. I was praying he wouldn't notice, but I'm sure he did. But he didn't say anything, so I didn't say anything. After practice, I was waiting by the closed bathroom, but I realized it wasn't closed. It wasn't closed. Oh, gosh. I just just thought it was closed, and I could have gone to the bathroom the whole time. The whole thing. Anyways, my most em- that's my most embarrassing moment. I hope it wasn't too gross. so gross. Also, just so you know, I'm 14. Thanks for putting on the show. Bye. So you didn't commit um, suicide I'm after that? name is Cass- Caspia Brown. Cassia. Caspia. Oh, my gosh. That poor coach. That's what made me laugh so dang hard. Like, you know, because he, he wrapped his fingers part. around that. that, fing- that and when he pulled, he squeezed out the juice. He's <laughs> He's like squeegeeing out the like, What is this? What is a water puddle in this field? I don't, you know how I don't think you can smell urine from a mile away, you know. And <laughs> as soon as he got down there, before he even touched, he's like, Oh God. <laughs> what have I done? I'm already what? in too deep. I can't stop now. And poor Cassie is like, Yes, you can't stop now. You have to tie my shoe. I wanted to tell you no, but I can't. I couldn't. Two people couldn't. locked. In an uncomfortable situation, and it's magic. It's magic. Oh, that was a great story, Cassia. Thank you, Cassia. Uh, did you get a new nickname? <laughs> Cassia, Cassia Pia. Cassia Pia. Cassia Pia. Cassia Brown. All right, this one's mm. called Fuzzy Fear from Emma Smalley from Lehi, Utah. I was at school, and our school's on a hill. Um, well, it's more of a mountainish thing, but there's always a lot of animals around the area. And I was in PE and we were playing baseball and we were having a good time. The weather was great. It was a good day. My friend, we'll call her Jane, was also in the class and, and uh, we were standing in the middle of the field waiting till the ball came. And Jane looked down and noticed there was a big fuzzy gray thing just sitting on her foot. But she didn't huh. think it was a big deal. She just thought it was grass or something, so she kicked it off and went back to playing baseball. In a little while, she forgot about the gray thing until movement caught her eye. She looked down, and the big fuzzy thing was crawling towards her, and that was that it was a big spider. Oh, big spider. He was coming back. I don't like things walking towards me that are scary, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't like anything coming towards me. Like, I I did um, underwater, not underwater, but scuba not scuba diving what do you call it with the snorkel snorkel snorkeling yeah Uh, yeah, that's the name of it of course because i'm an idiot um i snorkeling and fish started come toward me and i would scream underwater (laughs) yeah that's exactly right you sound like an idiot trying to play a trumpet underwater it's just terrible and the fish don't care they they'll just flap their little flippers on your freaking stomach and and they don't care look at that guy and I'm going to come over and swim next to him. My daughter has the same problem. She screams whenever things try to get her. I mean, and when I say I don't like things walking towards me, I don't like anything coming at me with a purpose. A spider, a, a, a fluffy penguin. If a penguin came at me with a purpose, I would run. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a bear or a tiger. Um, it could be anything. And, uh, and I'm running away. I'm running away. It could be a little girl. It could be a little girl coming at me with a purpose and i'm i'm like what's she up to she's got she knows something she's gonna do something bad i gotta get away so i'm rutted i'm rutted 
Yeah, yeah. If she's not smiling or anything, I'm not. I'm not talking about a smiling girl, like a girl I know. I'm not gonna get freaked out for something stupid. But it, seriously, if I was like at Publix and I was just walking down the aisle and this girl's at the end of the aisle and she's got this, this little fancy dress on, like something from The Shining, and and she just starts walking towards me, I'm gonna be like, Can anybody else see her? Because can, can you see that? Can you see her coming this way? It's like the smile she's demon got or something. Purpose. Yeah. So anyway, she screamed and ran away from the spider. Now you see, I'm in the middle of an all-girls PE class. So as soon as all the girls realize that a giant wolf spider, a spider that's a little smaller than a hand, was crawling around on the field, they all huddled around it and started screaming whenever it moved. Of course, we have to get close to it, but not too close. We have to get close enough to be scared, but not too close. Of course, there were some weird girls who were just saying, "Oh, it's so cute. Amen. Weird. Those are the weird girls. We, But we were all screaming, kill it, please, somebody kill it. So finally, a girl stomped on it and killed it. Man, that's a spongy accident right there. Later, in the changing room, I was talking with her, and she was like, yeah, when I stepped on the spider, I could feel it crunch. It was nasty. <laughs> I hope you like the story. Bye. I think this one falls in this category. Dang it. Move out of the way, stupid. Thanks, Emma, for your for your middle school drama. We appreciate it. We we had enough to go around today. So Yeah. Yeah, spiders on your shoe. Man, mm-mm. No. It was on her shoe and she kicked it off and it came back for her. Oh. How would a spider do that? That spider has the death penalty coming. I'm sorry. You know? He's, he's, it's got, it's like your, it's like your wildlife, whatever ate your chickens probably needs to go to heaven. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Cause how are you going to get I'm more thinking. chickens now? They're going to know because they're, I'd, I'd have to keep them locked up in a cage and, and that's not how chickens are supposed to live. Well, so I'm going to have I, to take care of. I disagree. <clears throat> I think chickens oh. should be all crammed together in tiny cages. <laughs> <laughs> yes they produce really good eggs that way don't they well and i i just don't want to eat a chicken that had a dream you know <laughs> i want a chicken who's ready to go it's like yes kill me please my life yes. has been hades i can't stand it any longer this box let set me free <laughs> oh, yeah gosh. uh i don't want a chicken that just had a whole wonderful life and just wanted to die of old age, you know, chicken that had a name, you know, (laughs) I need chicken number 1010. You know, they're, they're a breed of, of chicken where their mortality rate is a hundred percent. You know, they, they, they shouldn't, uh, they're, they're going to die. Every one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I I bet you when, when that, that, that stupid raccoon or whatever was that visited their coop, he pointed up at, at that rooster and said, you're next. Oh, you're next. You're next. Uh, that's a throw. That was two, terrible. two raccoons came at him together and they had little forks and they went clink. And then they ate the chicken. <laughs> they might have those jerks. I'm going to clink them with it. And they're going to get lead poisoning. <laughs> okay. That's not, that's a country joke. <laughs> I got a story here from Kathy Kemp, the retired snipe huntress, and all the way up in Seattle, Washington. Awesome. This is the hunt stunt. This is a little bit of an epic story here. So uh, I hope you're ready. Put on your put on your listening hat or whatever it is that people put on when <laughs> grab they that to listening stories. hat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, they're they're twenty five dollars. They say that story show on the front. That, yeah. <laughs> so. 
if for, for all of our future listeners, if you've got your story, that story show hat, put it on, uh, put it on right now. This is, <laughs> this is a time <laughs> it's listening hat time. Here, let me see yeah. if I have a sound for it. I don't, I don't have a sound. So okay. we'll just play this. One of the many tools of the devil. Okay. <laughs> I wish I had a, a great voice like uh, Morgan Freeman or something. I could read this in, but I don't. So, um, I'll just read it with my own. I grew up in the uh, Pacific Northwest, and one of my family's favorite activities was camping. My dad was a great big planner. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just had to do that. He loved to organize anything. So half the fun for him was making uh, lists, gathering all the equipment, and even going to the extent of setting up the family tent in the backyard and getting it all cleaned up inside and out. Dang. So I don't... Yeah, he was, he's, he, he, Mr. Dad. Every Mr. time I Camper went camping, Dad. the tent smelled like mildew. <laughs> so, nobody yeah. was cleaning out my, my tent. That's nice. That's because it's Florida. You pack your tent or Florida, Georgia, it's you know, wet. you pack your tent a little bit damp yeah. and that's what you get. That's true. All of our Royal Ranger tents smell like stinky boys. So, uh, you know, uh, anyway, so I didn't think it strange at all when he told my brothers and me that he had an activity planned for our camping trip in Astoria, Oregon. He was going to send us on a little snipe hunt on the beach there mm. near our campsite. Mm. My dad, my loving dad, being the eternal planner, had my older brother help him make a net to catch the snipe in, which consisted of the two of them nailing some kind of bag to the end of a long pole. <laughs> my dad also made sure we took along a block of wood and a good strong stick so that during the snipe hunt, one of us could bang the stick on the block of wood to attract the snipe. <laughs> Such, mm. So terrible. Yeah. I was sent on a snipe hunt. This is, this is terrible. Yeah. Well, let's keep going. My older brother uh, was, was so looking forward to this adventure that he actually looked up what a snipe was in the encyclopedia because this was before the internet. <laughs> World Book Encyclopedia. Yeah, go in the Encyclopedia Britannica. You had to go uh, under the S volume and find Snipe. All we got from my dad when we asked him what a Snipe was was a very fuzzy, not understandable definition. So uh, jumping ahead to said camping trip, uh, one of our first evenings in a story, my two brothers and I were handed the hunting tools. My older brother took control of the net. I was handed the two pieces of wood to bang together to attract the snipes, and my younger brother was encouraged to call for the snipe loudly as we walked along the beach. <laughs> dumb idea. But as the only girl in the family, I was used to going along with whatever the dumb guy ideas were. <laughs> but I digress. So on our way to the beach, which was only a block or two away, and with our parents well behind but within sight, we made our way to the beach. A car filled with young people pulled up alongside of us and asked my older brother what that big net was for. My older brother proudly announced, we are going on a snipe hunt. Probably didn't say it like that, but that's how I imagine it. Yeah. So the person that asked my brother then got his big smile on his face. He said, oh, okay, and pulled away. Right then, I got a funny feeling that something wasn't right about something this. right. But I still really hadn't put two and two together or that these same two parents that suggested the snipe hunt had pulled the wool over my eyes about Santa Claus just a few years before. <laughs> a short time later, we were walking along the beach, my older brother carrying the makeshift net, clanging sticks together with younger brother trailing behind and 
my parents even further behind. And as time went on uh, and no snipes were to be had, my older brother blamed me. He claimed <laughs> I wasn't banging the sticks together properly. You're or, not doing it honest, right. I wasn't the most enthusiastic stick banger. Uh, so he took them away. And then he did the stick banging while I held the dumb net. We never caught anything, and I don't remember how long it took us to catch on. But in the end, all I remember about that stinking camping trip was that stupid snipe hunt. <laughs> Sincerely, Kathy Kempf. Thank you, Kathy Kempf. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. All right. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, just so we can save you the future embarrassment, there's no such thing as a snipe. <laughs> It's just a wild goose chase that it they is. send you on so that you look silly in yes, front of everybody else. And adult men love to do it to children. That's just it's what they it's what they live for. And uh <laughs> it's a terrible thing. Anyway, we got one more story for you today. Uh this is called Weird Warning <clears throat> from Steven in Alabama. Many years ago when I was a little kid, we had some real trashy neighbors. Well just <laughs> Lay it out, why don't you? <laughs> That's okay. Thanks for reading my story. Hope it makes it on the show. <laughs> That's it. We just had some real trash neighbors. They were terrible. They lived in a rural, rural, <clears throat> I can't even talk. They lived in a rural area. Man, that's hard to say. Rural. Um, you know what else is hard to say? Juror. Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire. Um, it's really hard. Try to say rural juror. <laughs> rural. Rural Georgia. No, juror. Like a juror R- in a, <laughs> a rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> that is really hard. You're next. <laughs> I lived in a rural area outside of Montgomery, Alabama that was extremely redneck. Think dirt roads, trailers, and old toilets used as lawn decor. John's starting <laughs> to get second. upset. <laughs> he just he just described my neighborhood. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, our house was nice for the area, and I don't really consider myself redneck. However, my wife would disagree. That being said, hey. our neighbors were the perfect picture of redneck. The dad even had a mullet. Our property backed <laughs> up to a rather large pond that we shared with our neighbors on both sides. Well, one hot summer day, this father of two was outside fishing in our pond with his buddies. And each of them had a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other. Well, how are they fishing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How are they holding the pole? They got they got big old toes, finger toes, and finger toes, <laughs> man. Uh, well, after the day of drinking for hours and who knows how many packs of cigarettes, this fine gentleman strolled up to our back door, rang the doorbell, and then in the most southern redneck accent you can imagine, and chuck, chuckling, he said, "Hey, man, uh, your yard's on fire." And was was his yard on fire? No. Did he call the fire department? No. Did he help put out the fire? No. Did he tell us immediately once the fire started? No. He waited for the flames to become out of control and make it halfway to our house. My dad called the fire department and immediately went outside to try to extinguish the blaze. I have vivid memories of watching out of my living room window as my mother and father were using every resource we had to put out the fire. And Fortunately for us, the fire department was less than a mile down the road from us, and they were able to get there quickly to save the day. Uh, where was the genius that had started the fire? Him and his buddies had called it a day and gone inside. Yeah, they at least they came what? and told him. You genius. Know? Genius, neighbor. Genius. Uh, so as I said, I, 
I was super young, so I'm not sure of the financial and legal legal ramifications that took place after the fact. But I do know that just a few years later, the sheriff showed up on their front doorstep and arrested that man. And shortly after that, the family moved out and we got new neighbors and they were the best neighbors you could ask for. Thanks for reading, guys. Steven from Alabama. <laughs> well, it, it's a story about neighbors, really. You know? Neighborly love. Trashy neighbors. At least he told them there was and a fire, it, right? It begins with trashy neighbors and it ends with the best neighbors you could ask for. And everything's happy. It's great. <laughs> hey, babe. I just want to tell y'all your uh, backyard's on fire. Maybe front yard too. I don't know. He's got a cigarette just, hanging uh, off his lip. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it started. But we've I been, tried to put out when my beer's empty, so we, I can't do it. We've been watching it for a while for y'all, but it's it's literally out of control now. And uh, I figured if y'all weren't going to do anything, you're just going to sit on your butt in your house. And I needed to come and tell you about it because you need to be a responsible homeowner. Okay, that's right. So. Mm -hmm. So work. Right. Maybe you should call nine one one. That is a maybe. nine and a one and a one. So anyway, that's it. The one at the, the the one at the end of the numbers and the one at the beginning. That's right. Them. That's right. Uh, it's time for us to Dang figure it. out who is winning the funny story. So let's talk about it. All right. So every story always, you know, it's so hard to pick. Um, always fuzzy fear was cute. Uh, games and names is definitely a contender yeah uh yep. hate haze was great hate haze thanks jeremy yep. for sending that in um thanks for letting that one go <laughs> <laughs> next time get it on video you would have been a oh man <laughs> the, sh the clip the of the week uh we always love our middle school drama so always middle schoolers send in your stuff you know we we love we love to read what's going on in your world you know, so, but I think today for me anyway, uh, the one that had me laughing the hardest was that poor guy having to tie the shoe of the girl. <laughs> with Peter the laces. <laughs> yes, I will back you up on that one there, James. All right, Cassie uh, Brown, you are our first winner Cassia. that has been under the age of 18. So we need you to contact. Uh, we need you to contact your folks. And have them uh, email us from, uh, right. and and we'll work it out. And we got to PayPal the fifty dollars to your folks, and hopefully they'll share it with you. So, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe not. We just never know with these things. We we just do our best. We do our best. Well, we appreciate all of you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, yes. I wanted to say. Jeanette H. became a $5 patron this uh, Thank you. this week, and Brandon became a $3 a month patron. Support us for swag, ad-free ad listening, and weekly bonus content at uh, support.thatstory.show. Remember that. It's so cool. Support.thatstory.show. It's so great. Man, sounds um, like a full sentence. Surely you have a funny life story. You want to hear it on the show? Maybe win 50 bucks. Submit your story at thatstory.show. Review the show on iTunes because it helps. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, bye. Hopefully. Bye. Yeah. yeah. 
I hope the uh, the bathrooms over there aren't locked because uh, I really gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they are. I don't know for sure, but I do know this: you shouldn't go over there and check. You should just hold yeah. it. I, I can hold it for an hour and a half. That's easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> oh, that was bad. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Did I tell you I like stories about or jokes about steaks? <laughs> no. What, what What do you like about them? They're well done. I like them if, if they're well done. So. Oh, that's rare. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I threw that one in here. This show is part of the Nobody's Listening podcast community. Get more at nlcast.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.